live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. for joining in today you are locked and loaded right here on rumble.com slash lfa tv and this is live from america and i am your ever so humbled god-fearing god-loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot and we're broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and as you can see, it even looks New Hampshire-y behind me. We want to give a big shout out to producer Eli for all the graphics, all the amazingness that he does here in LFA TV, and we want to give a shout out to all of you who are joining in today, like Amanda Collins, like Miranda Dolan, like Fireboss in the building, Logan23, Doolittle1963. Please pray for her sister. She's in the hospital. Surgery in the family. Linda, how are you? Rockin' Robbins is in the building. Rockin' Rev Dean is in the building. Hey, Rev, I love you too. Crystal is in the building. Dixie from Texas is here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday to Conserve Q. Jack's Patriot is here. Bumblebee Patriot is here. Skyler is in the building. Alex Ann is here for, what is that? Need a shout out for the first time, Alex Ann? Boom, shout out for the first time. Thank you very much, I appreciate that. Dana, how are you? T. Mitchell is in the building. Heather, how are you? Barbara and Jim Peters is here. Thank you very much. Jen with a pen is here. Black Lives MAGA, amen. And Team Renteria is in the building. And hi, Judy G from Illinois. Well, thank you guys all very much. Uh, Celestad said, go back and watch Rise Up. It was amazing. Actually, it may have been the best Rise Up we've ever had. It might have been the most important, most energized, uh, most productive Rise Up we've ever had. And I want to thank each and every one of you that watched the show. Fire Boss, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Serby said, hey, Jeremy, kick Satan out, kicked his lies and depression out for good of the house today. That is what we're talking about. Thank you very much for sharing. Well, folks, we have got an incredible two hours lined up for you here today, as we do Monday through Friday every day. I want to give a big shout out to Mike Crispy and producer Frankie. Um, 
Sorry about that. I did. I missed that. I, some, somebody was saying something, and I just I was I saw it, caught my eye, and then I missed it. I want to give a big shout out to producer Frankie and Mike Crispy for their show, Unafraid, that was on right before this. Uh, what a great show! Great duo of uh, news team that you got there with Mike Crispy and producer Frankie. So make sure you guys, if you uh, if you missed it, you can always go back and rewatch it, and make sure you give it a thumbs up for us because guess what, guys? We still have. Five shows on the leaderboard every single day. Used to be 10, (laughs) but now it's five shows on that leaderboard every single day. And you know how we stay up on that leaderboard? By likes. So all you guys that hit our thumbs up here on Live from America, if you do the same on the other shows, then we continue to grow. Um, Also want to thank all of our monthly donors. We are a uh, viewer-funded show and a viewer-funded network. So all of our money comes from the kind donations that come from each and every one of you that keep us going. And right now we're at about 55% of our monthly donor need. Um, and we're supplementing the rest with our great and wonderful sponsors that have been here for so long. So a big shout out to all of them too. Now, uh, today's show is going to be focused around Zelensky and begging for money. The border, as always. Hunter Biden, some breaking news from some filings that we found out with Jack Smith. And much, much more But I want to start out with two videos that really got my goat this morning, right? That really ground my gears. And I just wanted to get them out of the way and I wanted to share them with you. And the first one is going to be of my governor, Chris Sununu, and his um, ridiculous need to stand out from the people that actually live here in New Hampshire. A majority of the people that live here in New Hampshire are Trumpers. It is the way it is. Sununu has always, my governor, Chris Sununu, has always been an anti-Trump rhino. As a matter of fact, he only met President Trump one time when he came to New Hampshire for a rally. Every other time he has snubbed him. So as you might know, my governor, Chris Sununu, has endorsed bird brain Nikki Haley. And I just want to play this cringy, cheesy endorsement from this diner in Concord, New Hampshire. And yes, we don't say it Concord. We say it Concord here in New Hampshire. I want to play this cheesy, cringy endorsement video with him and Nikki Haley. First of all, I just want to pop this on the screen. Look at Nikki Haley's face. Does that look like a face of a person that wants to be there? And then look at Chris Sununu's face. Does that look like a a face of a person that knows what the hell is going on? It looks like a skinny Chris Christie. He has no idea what's going on. Nikki Haley doesn't look like she wants to be there at all. And, of course, you've got uh, Peter Ducey, uh, or Steve Ducey, I should say, not Peter, Steve, who's just loving it and eating it right up because he's a rhino, too. But just watch this. Just, this is incredibly stupid. I'm going to do it here in New Hampshire as well. Okay. And, and Governor Sununu, um, you know, when you look at the polls, you know that uh, Donald Trump is way ahead in your state. But what you are doing, because you have been a very popular governor in New Hampshire, no, particularly with independents, you are essentially asking independents who can vote in this primary to throw their support behind the woman sitting next to you, right? I'm asking everyone to come out. I, if you're a Republican, a conservative, an independent, conservative Democrat, I don't care. The fact is we're going to have a record turnout here. We're going to do it here in New Hampshire as well. I'm asking everybody to come out. I'm a, he's like Ron DeSantis. I'm asking everybody to come out. We're going to do it here in New Hampshire. We're going to call out everybody. We're going to get the Rhino. We're going to get the independents. We're going to get the conservatives. We're going to get them all. And Nikki Haley with her RBF. If you don't know what an RBF is, look that real up real quick. Most people here knows what that knows what that means. She's sitting there like this. 
mm, I just don't want to be here. And Chris Sununa, we're going to do it. We're going to do it, guys. Come on, I'm calling on our, his play is going after the independents. So Chris Sununu has um, spent a considerable amount of money, time, and effort right here in New Hampshire to go after the independent vote to try to offset the Donald Trump vote. So it's not going to work. It's going to backfire. Two morons in a coffee shop. Go. That should be the start of a joke, to be honest with you, Eli. You know what I mean? Chris Sununu and Nikki Haley walk into a uh, coffee shop. Cringe. Anyway, the, the another video that really bothered me this morning, and I don't know why that bothered me. It just bothered me because I, I, I can't stand the fact that we have such a weak governor here in New Hampshire. It's much like the governor of, um, of Florida. Very weak-spined rhino. Uh, here's another video that made me very, very upset, especially after when I campaigned and ran for office and people in my area were rolling their eyes when I started talking about the southern border. Oh, this conspiracy theory again about the southern border. Well, folks, when we're being invaded and laughed at at the same time by the very people that are invading us, knowing that they're playing, uh, playing with our, um, our politics and, and just rushing through the border, I want to show you what it looks like, folks. These are the same illegals that made their way to Spain, made their way to the United States of America. I want you to see how they're laughing at us while they're doing it for all those that don't believe that it's an invasion. Roll it. said it looked like he was making the sign of the cross I don't think he was doing that I think he was actually I don't think he went like this I think he was actually like he dropped something or he's pulling something down either way that is a deliberate invasion folks and they're laughing at us does that make you mad sure as hell made me mad but it's happening all over the world it's happening in Spain it's happening in Italy it's happening in Germany it's happening in England the prime minister right now is trying to kick them back to Africa all the ones that are coming from Africa, he's trying to get them back to Africa. It's not ever going to. The, the only way this invasion stops is by way of the resources that we have here in the United States to stop it. And once we can stop it here in the United States using the resources that we, the people, actually have 
if you catch my drift, it'll stop around the world. But those are two videos that I wanted to show you this morning that really ground my gears. So we have 3,500 people watching. I want to say thank you all very much for being here. I want to go get to the verse of the day real quick because the verse of the day was so powerful. And it talks about how you have been given the power to remove evil from your life. Whether it's evil in your personal life, whether, you're, whether it's evil at work, whether it's evil in this chat, whether it's evil in our government, you have been given the authority to remove that evil and step on the head of that serpent. And I want to go right now, if I can, if you have your Bibles open with me, please go to uh, Luke chapter 10, and we're going to go to verse 18. That is Luke chapter 10, verse 18. And it says, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Exercise that power. Remove that evil and that bad from your life. It starts in the mirror and it goes outward from there. And if we all do that and we all exercise that power and we all exercise our authority under God, given to us by God through what Jesus Christ did and his sacrifice for us, well then ladies and gentlemen, as we exude that, as, we, as, as that light shines and as people see that, they're also going to come into that light. And that's what we need to do. You want to remove evil? You want to make America great again? Make America godly again. And having said that, folks, please remove your hats. Join with me. Bow your head and pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here with us today. We really appreciate it. We really, really appreciate when you are with us during prayer moments. Because all of us together... Um, lifting our prayers up to God, lifting our voices up to God, putting our intention on God. Well, folks, a lot happens when you do that. Prayer is powerful, whether you're a believer or not. Trust me, prayer works and prayer is powerful. Something else that works, something else that is powerful is OFP Farm Goat Milk Soap. OFP uh, Farms Goat Milk Chapsticks. OFP Farms goat milk, beard oils, deodorants. OFP Farms cosmetics are natural. They, are com they come right from the loving herd that is part of their family. They treat them with the same care and respect that they treat their own family members with. And what happens is these happy, beautiful animals produce happy, beautiful milk, which then gets turned into happy, beautiful, joyful products like the ones that you see on your screen right now. 
The packaging is beautiful. The product is natural. It works wonders for your skin. It actually makes your skin feel two days later, ladies and gentlemen. Say if you take a shower, use goat milk soap, and then you don't take a shower for a couple days. Don't say you don't. Some of you do. All right, you don't take a shower for a couple days. Your skin still feels the same way it did when you got out of the shower. It's that incredible. And you can get 20% off OFP Farms uh, products today and their Christmas gift box sets that look just like that. Absolutely amazing. Come with a scripture on them and you don't even have to wrap it, guys. Perfect gift for the moms and the daughters and the aunts and the grandmas and the women that you have in your, uh, in your congregation of your church. Get them this today. I'll guarantee you they'll love it. Something for the guys too. So OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA20 will get you 20% off today. And through the Christmas season, you can also save an additional 40% off on Cozy Earth products, whether it be bedding, whether it be bath, men, women, sleepwear. They want to be your comfort from 6 p.m., to 8 a.m., depending on what time you work. Your 6 p.m. to your 8 a.m. Discover the cozy earth difference, ladies and gentlemen, and it is truly a difference. Uh, products made from pure bamboo, really, really beautiful stuff. Cardigan sweater, sweaters as well. This kind of stuff gets better with every wash, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, I haven't refreshed this in a while because that still says 28 days till Christmas. Uh, we are, what, 11 days away from Christmas? So, folks, you can get yours today. 40% off all betting right? And up to 40% off everything else by putting in the promo code LFA on CozyEarth.com. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, it gets better with every wash. CozyEarth.com, promo code LFA, lift up those cups. As you can see, I've got my beautiful Claremont Christian Academy cup. And let's have our first slurp of the day. Oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. How many of you have ordered that Rise Up coffee? Let me know. The coffee is back in stock. If you've not been able to order it, if you need it for stocking stuffers, it is available today on JeremyHarrell.com. We are going to start out the show today with breaking news from a filing from Jack Smith. Go ahead and let's get to it. All right, we got some breaking news here, folks, for a filing from Jack Smith. The more these guys go after Donald J. Trump, the more they dig a hole for themselves. Have we not been saying that? Well, a new Jack Smith filing has revealed that the Department of Justice may be part of a massive scandal of missing Secret Service text messages. Now, this comes on the heels, ladies and gentlemen, of Jack Smith saying that he's gone through all of Donald Trump's phone records, that he's bringing on experts to tell you about things that they interpret in their way. But there's more to it, and there always is. So let's get to the story. And I want to thank, once again, Christina Layla. Thank you very much, Christina Layla, for penning this story. Let's get to it now. According to a new Jack Smith filing, The DOJ may be part of the scandal of the missing Secret Service text messages. Jack Smith, in his Monday night rampant, I've got to get Trump TDS filing, objected to Trump's demands for evidence from the Department of Homeland Security and the January 6th committee. 
And per Julie Kelly, she says it appears that the DOJ is part of the scandal of the missing Secret Service text messages. As I reported, says Julie Kelly, a few days ago, thousands of text messages between two dozen Secret Service officials slash agents, including the director and Robert Engel. Who's the director? Christopher Wray. The, um, the agent... Oh, excuse me. That's of the FBI. We're talking the director of the Secret Service. The agent Trump allegedly attacked on January 6th, according to Cassidy Hutchinson, were deleted at the end of 2021. Okay? USSS claimed the purge was caused by a pre-planned reset of devices, and it happened after House Democrats notified the executive branch to preserve records related to January 6th. The January 6th committee subpoenaed the text messages only to be told that they were not recoverable. Now it looks like the Department of Justice had actual phones but still could not find the deleted messages. This is insane. No one can possibly believe this uh, lie that I say is a lie, or sh- I should say this statement, given the invasive tools the government has and has used in this investigation, violating Donald Trump's rights, violating his privacy, violating executive privilege. This is in addition to Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security refusing to give House GOP numerous transcribed interviews with Secret Service officials, apparently also had one with Engel. All right. What is the Secret Service hiding? Julie Kelly said, and I'm going to that's exactly what she posted on Twitter. I'm going to go to her Twitter right now. It says. Last night, Jack Smith filed a motion objecting to Trump's demands to a vast amount of evidence from various agencies, including the DHS and the January 6th committee. Here are some highlights. It appears the DOJ is part of the scandal because they had the devices the entire time. They didn't just need access, backdoor access to data. They had the devices in which the data came from to begin with the whole time. So this is a coordinated effort by the Department of Justice working with the Secret Service in order to nail Trump. I pray that the Secret Service agents that Donald Trump has near him are the ones that will always and adamantly protect him no matter what the cost. Because the secret, all these agencies are corrupt, folks. And, and, and we've had that question a lot. A lot of people have said, how can we trust the Secret Service that is protecting Donald Trump today? How do we know? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we can only pray because these agencies have been taken over from the inside out and we'll see where that goes. Jeremy question. Mike Johnson says he stands with Ukraine. What is your opinion about him or remaining speaker? That is a good question. If you stand with Ukraine, I do not stand with you. If you want to give money to Ukraine, I do not stand with you. And... I think Mike Johnson is kind of trying to save his own butt with this impeachment inquiry that's supposed to happen today, which we will get to. But I do not stand with anyone who stands with Ukraine and funding them anymore. Dan Bongino vetted all of Trump's Secret Service agents. Yes, he did. And that's about the best, that's about the best reassurance that we can have, seeing how Dan Bongino was a Secret Service agent for Obama 
himself. But it looks like so far they're a solid Secret Service team. Let's just hope that the higher-ups don't try to get involved somehow because now that we know this filing from Jack Smith shows that the DOJ and the Secret Service work together to hide information. And, uh, you know, all information will come out. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. Now I want to move on to this new poll that is uh, put out by, uh, penned by Brian Lupo, this new shocking poll that says one in five voters admit to mail-in voter fraud in the 2020 election. What? In 2005, former President Jimmy Carter and former Secretary of State James Baker famously co-chaired the Commission of Federal Election Reform. Yay. In the midst of calls for a universal mail-in ballot, Uh, Prior to the 2020 presidential election, it was fraught with fraud and coercion. As then Attorney General Barr told Wolf Blitzer on CNN's Situation Room back in September of 2020. Remember when Bill Barr said that? We haven't had this kind of widespread use of mail-in ballots that's being proposed. We had absentee ballots from people who requested them. Now what we're talking about is mailing them to everyone on the voter list when everyone knows that the voter lists are completely inaccurate. I'm not going to go ahead and play Bill Barr saying that. I had the quote right there. A.G. Barr, as well as President Trump at that time, warned the, uh, for the potential of widespread fraud in a universal mail-in ballot world sent in without, solicita- without solicitation from voters to every address in a jurisdiction of every state. This is playing with fire. That's what fat Bill Barr said back then. Of course, Bill Barr is a loser now. President Donald Trump, this is the biggest story of the year, and Republicans must do something about it. Don't be like Mitch McConnell and his gang of rhinos. Have to make the move now. Get tough, get smart. Our country is being stolen. What's he talking about? Well, according to this new poll, 17% of mail-in voters admit that in 2020, they voted in a state that they were no longer a permanent resident. 21% of mail-in voters admitted that they filled out a ballot for a friend or a family member. 17% of mail-in voters said they signed a ballot for a friend or family member with or without his or her permission. 8% of likely voters say they were offered to Uh, offered pay or a reward for voting in 2020. And 10% of the respondents, not just those who voted by mail, claim that they know a friend or a family member or a co-worker who has admitted that he or she cast a ballot in 2020 in a state that is that his or her state, that is not his or her state of permanent address. So you add all that together and you've got one in five people who participated in this poll all across the country of over a thousand likely voters. Republicans made up 33% of those polled while 36 and 31% were Democrat or other respectively. When broken down by age, 32% were 18 to 39 and 46% were 40 to 64. 22% were 65 or older. So that is a vast, um, a diverse list that you're going to to ask these questions and you're coming out with one in five say that they participated or know about voter fraud that happened in the 2020 election. That right there says our elections are done. That right there says that we the people do not have 
secure it. Uh, we're not 100% secure and our election. We do not have faith in our election system. We do not trust our election system. That right there says that their precious democracy is dead. One in five. Now we've got 4,300 people watching right now, folks. Please make sure you click that thumbs up, smash that rumble button, share this out to your friends and family. Because if one in five voters said that they've seen this happen or were a part of it, that means, ladies and gentlemen, that the 2020 election was definitely stolen. 100% stolen. And that was done by Rasmussen. That was a Rasmussen report. So there you go, folks. The proof and the evidence continues to pile up as we head towards 2024 still proving that 2020 was stolen, the proof and the evidence has piled up to where the only conclusion that you or anybody in the world can have if you've gone through this mounds and mounds of data that we have over the last three, uh, three years right here on LFA with all of you here, the only logical conclusion if you are not a partisan scumbag is to say the 2020 election was stolen. And Mateo 2018 said it perfectly in the chat. Trump won and they know it. I wish we had that soundbite right now, Eli. Trump won and you know it, right? Trump won and you know it. What a great song that was and what truth to that it was. All right, folks, we are getting ready to go into um, Zelensky portion of the show. Now, as you guys all probably know, Volodymyr Zelensky has um, come back to the United States begging for more money. I need more money from you people. I need you to help build our roads and fund our pensions. I need you to help me buy a yacht. I need you to help me. You must stand with the people. He did that all day yesterday, lobbying through Washington, D.C. And I am so sick of Mike Johnson and his need to support Ukraine. It makes me sick to my stomach. If it's one thing that makes me sick to my stomach, and you are right, Larry Reha, is that Mike Johnson's need to back Ukraine and the Ukrainian people in the war against Russia makes me sick to my stomach. But it also makes me sick to my stomach when Donald Trump says pretty much the same thing, that the people that he just wants people to stop dying. And, the, and, and he's right about that. But then he says that Putin would have never done what Putin did. Folks, this is not a war. This is not a war. This is a plan to suck money out of the United States of America for a never-ending battle that Putin is doing, not even to win, just to keep bleeding money out of the United States of America. And Zelensky is getting enriched for it. So the only idiot here is us. The only idiot here is us. And the one problem that I have with Speaker Mike Johnson is that lapel pin crap that he speaks when he's talking about sending more money to these godless non-democratic losers they don't have elections they don't they 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 clamp down on the churches for crying out loud i wish putin would wipe these people out real quick so they'd stop taking our money but that's the plan that's the plan it's always been the plan and then One thing I will applaud Mike Johnson on is Mike Johnson didn't cave to give him any congressional money. That's the only thing that I'll applaud Mike Johnson on, that he didn't cave to give him any congressional money, that he said, if you can't give us a plan in which you win, then we're not going to release any congressional money for you anymore. I am glad that Mike Johnson said that 
So what, what happens after Mike Johnson says we're not going to give you any congressional money until you can give us a plan for winning? Well, Joe Biden says, okay, I'll take it from somewhere else, and then hushes reporters when they ask him why he's doing it. Thank you. Before the press. Before the press. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hush up a second, okay? I've got one more thing to say. Hush up? I've just signed another $200 million drawdown from the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and that'll be coming quickly. Thank you. Thank you. President Biden, are you mad at me? President Biden, are you mad at me? As they sit there and smile at reporters. You know, I'll tell you this, for all these lefties that always are screaming about democracy and democracy, the guy that they're funding there, the guy that actually that we're funding, that they just keep taking our money, so they're not going to, okay, so you're not going to release it from the Congress? Okay, I'll take it from this then. And that's exactly what Biden just did there. He took it unilaterally. He just took it unilaterally and said, there's $200 million. Oh, but I need more. Nope, you're getting $200 million because at least Congress stopped that. And for these people that are always talking about democracy, the guy that they're funding, he has stopped future elections. That's not democratic. How about talking to the press? How about answering the questions from the press? That's not democratic. If you shoo them off, hush them up, tell them to be silent, and then laugh at them while you rob us clean? It's going to come to something. It's going to come to something. Now, here is Mike Johnson. Moments before that, yesterday, go ahead and roll this, folks. I just had a good meeting with President Zelensky. I reiterated to him that we stand with him. No, we don't. And against Putin's brutal invasion. No, we don't. Uh, the American people stand for freedom, and they're on the right side of this fight. No, they're not. I have asked the White House since the day that I was handed the gavel as speaker for clarity. We need a clear articulation of the strategy to allow Ukraine to win. And thus far, their responses have been insufficient. They have not provided us the clarity and the detail that we have requested over and over since literally 24 hours after I was handed the gavel as Speaker of the House. And so what the Biden administration seems to be asking for is billions of additional dollars with no appropriate oversight, no clear strategy to win, and and none of the answers that I think the American people are owed. I have also made very clear from day one that our first condition on any national security supplemental spending package is about our own national security first. The border is an absolute catastrophe, and this is because of the policies of this White House and this administration. We had 12,000 illegal crossings on one day last week alone, on Wednesday. We have uh, almost now 280 known terrorists that have been apprehended at the border. None of this counts the gotaways. If you add the numbers up, it's almost 7 million people who have been encountered at the border just since President Biden took office and at least 2 million gotaways. This is twice the population of my state of Louisiana. Fentanyl is the leading cause of death for Americans age 18 to 49 in this country. Fentanyl poisoning because it's allowed over the border. We have human trafficking and all the other terrible things. In the last three months, October, November, December alone. What are you saying? 
What the hell are you talking about? Why are you having the meeting with Zelensky if all these things are a problem still? What are you talking about? The very beginning, when I was handed the gavel, we needed clarity on what we're doing in Ukraine and how we'll have proper oversight of the spending of precious taxpayer dollars and the American citizens. And we needed a transformative change at the border. Thus far, we've gotten neither. Uh, the Senate has been MI. So why are you having a conversation with Zelensky? Why is that a thing? Why are you even there? Why are you even talking about dumping and in any way, shape or form about their war? It's not our war. They're not a NATO country. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they go back today and every single person in Ukraine dies. It does not matter politically to us. It matters in a world, obviously, with integrity and with a soul. But politically, it doesn't matter when we are being invaded. It doesn't matter. Why are you having that conversation? That's the part that I don't understand. Oh, well, the border, well, the border. Yeah, we know the border. Yeah, we know since I was handed the gavel. And you know what? You said it right, Mike Johnson. You were handed that gavel and we're about to take it away. We're about to take it away. If this impeachment inquiry vote doesn't pass today, which we'll talk about in a little bit, we're taking it away. I can promise that. We'll get Matt Gates to make sure that he get, does it again and we will take it away. Or somebody else. Now, I want to move on real quick to Brett Baer. Ladies and gentlemen, if there was ever a rhino in this world, it is Brett Baer. Brett Baer is a scumbag. He is a liar. He's a rhino. He's a Trump hater. And he had an opportunity with Zelensky. He had every opportunity in the world to crush him. He had every opportunity in the world to hold his feet to, f- to the fire about democracy. And he just let him get away with it like a coward. Zelensky is feeling about the prospects of additional U.S. funding and what's happening now. He joins us tonight. Mr. President, thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. How did your meetings go today? What did you feel about your meetings, both with the president and up on Capitol Hill? Thank you very much. First of all, that I have this invitation, such tough period for us and for the United States, invitation to United States. So uh, the, the, our meeting has been, I think, very constructive. And I had and uh, I heard very positive voices from both parties. And it was very important that they said that they will support Ukraine. And of course, I spoke with senators and with President Biden and with the speaker, and we sp- spoke about the details, which are really on today on the battlefield and what we need to success story to be against Russian at- attacks, invasion to Ukraine. And I think that's it's very important uh, not to waste time. And it's very important to support Ukraine. We showed really success on the Black Sea. That really was very difficult operation. And we now created the route, grain route, and Russia doesn't have influence. And we, on this route, grain route, and we destroyed mostly Russian fleet that was situated in our waters and near our temporary occupied Crimea. That was very good. I think that's huge 
result. And also we spoke about the Wagners, you know, on the east of our country. We destroyed their the 20,000 of the terrorists. Who cares? And you know that they were in Asia, in Africa, and in that, okay, Ukraine. Okay, and in okay. That is what Brett Bayer should have said right there. Brett Bayer should have said, who cares? I want a detailed list of, everywhere, of every dollar that's been sent to you. Can you give us that? Can you get your, your team of people to give us a detailed list of every dollar that we've given you, where it's gone to? I want that list. Capitol Hill, the holdup right now is about immigration reform, our immigration border security for Republicans. Did you urge the president to, to try to cut a deal on this to get this funding through? Really, Brad, I'm so sorry. I, I know that, that you have your own challenges and domestic problems, and they're huge, I'm sure. But sure? I think You're sure? United States is a great country which manage the complex problems. I mean, managing how to to get success. Brett Bayer right there, like I should have said. Brett Bayer right there should have said, I want a detailed list. I want a list right now. And if you don't have a list right now, I want it provided. Can you assure us that every dollar has been spent to protect people? Why do you have a brand new yacht? Why do you have a brand new yacht? Why did you shut down churches? Why are you shutting down elections? Why do you keep coming back for more money? You talk about how urgent the need is. Yeah. And do you think Putin would stop if you don't get this funding? Would he make a deal? Would you make a deal? You know, what I, what I said to Mr. Speaker today, that was our first meeting. I, I said to him. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I, I can't do this anymore because Brett Bayer does get to a point where he does say, well, there are some skeptics out there that say that we can't give you any more money. And there are some skeptics out there that say that you're not allowing people to, to vote, um, that you've canceled elections. And the answer that he gives, I don't even want to play the rest of it because it's really pissing me off. The answer that he gives is so ridiculously stupid has nothing to do with the fact that he is literally becoming a tyrannical leader of his own people with our money fox news you're done now i'm going to play this last video before we take a quick break here um and talk a couple uh, about a little a little bit about our sponsors but circle back Saki admits people are mad about spending money to ukraine Biden knows that. Oh, well. Put yourself in your, your old job, if you can, for just a minute here, and what the president is, is confronted with, which is got to get the Ukraine aid mm -hmm. through. Existential, says President Zelensky. And President Biden also has said we cannot let Vladimir Putin win. But he's going to have to do something on immigration, yes. something on the border. Maybe it's separated out. That's not how the Republicans want to do it right now. How does he walk that line? Well, look, I think he recognizes from spending decades in the Senate that we're in a moment right now where if it doesn't happen this week, it's going to be a dwindling likelihood that it happens at all in terms of funding for Ukraine. And that is a desperate situation internationally. And there's a lot of support on Capitol Hill for Ukraine funding. It's just the border component that many Republicans are using maybe smartly as a political um, negotiating tactic. So for the president, I mean, there's no more difficult issue than the border. Um, than political issue, political issue uh, for a Democratic president. Because as, as Peter just outlined in his uh, report there, 
the the uh, members of his own party don't want him to negotiate at all, right? So they will be upset with him. He's also running for president again, and he needs their support. This is an issue where there's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of strong feelings about kind of what we do policy-wise. So the president has to navigate that. I think he w is going to be more willing to go with a with a deal and negotiate with Republicans if they can come to a viable deal, right? Uh, and even if it upsets the um, CHC or upsets members of the party who are more progressive on the border issue than he may be. But the question is, does that exist? And does it exist in the next couple of days? And that's the real challenge. My bet, as Peter just alluded to, is that the White House did say to Zelensky, you got to come here and pull some heartstrings. Because the problem is, this is off of the front pages. I remember a hmm. year... you got to come here and pull some heartstrings. That's what she said. She said the Biden administration summoned the little leather thong-wearing gay midget here, and he came here, and they summoned him here, and they said, you got to come pull on some heartstrings. you got to, it's not on the front pages anymore. Nobody cares uh, anymore. Uh, we are dying, and we hope that your people will, uh, will help us. Uh, not, uh, uh, we hope that you can give us your money anyway. Uh, um... Uh, look at me, I'm sad, and um, maybe if you give me money, I buy the same boots uh, Ron DeSantis has, I'd be taller, and then, uh, then I can read this mic. Uh, as long as Speaker Mike Johnson wants to help Ukraine, I do not want to help Speaker Mike Johnson. We'll put it that way. And that'll bring us to our first break, ladies and gentlemen. Let's pull up the Rumble Chat. Let's see what the LFA family has to say. The voice of the people. Another yacht. He sounds constipated. Die be die. <laughs> Agreed, Jeremy. Agreed. We live in a world of darkness. Yes, amen. Like McGregor said to Ireland, enough is enough. My heartstrings breaking for my fellow Americans. Yes. Yes. Speaker Mike Johnson, 225. Hold on. Let's call that. Let's call that number. 225. Yeah, let's call Speaker Mike Johnson. Let's do that. We should do that. Right, Eli? Yep. We should do that, right? 202-225. I want everybody to do this today. Light them up. 8039. Let's give them a call. See what happens. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Well, that's not the right number. That's not the right number, Angel Girl. 202. We have another one? Check, check, check. Did I turn my mic down too much? I think I did. All right, let's see if we can get another one. If we, uh, 8039, that wasn't it. That's what it took me to. Somebody got another number in there? We'll try to give them a call right here before we go to our break. 2777. Yeah, we tried that one the other day too. We'll try it again. 225 2777. Let's see if that works. Attention number 67035. Didn't answer. You've reached the voicemail of Honorable M. Johnson, main line 2. Please leave a message. Hello, Speaker Mike Johnson. My name is Jeremy Harrell. And uh, I'm calling you today to express my 100% disgust and disagreement 
with your willingness to just bow down to Ukraine and anything that is going on over there. It is about time, especially after they have uh, suspended their elections and clamped down on their churches and all of this. We thought you were not going to be Kevin McCarthy. You are turning out to be a Kevin McCarthy. We are going to use all of our influence possible if you do not stop immediately and start focusing on our border and using the power of the purse and shutting down these ridiculous investigations. If you don't start focusing on that, we are going to use our influence over our representatives and we are going to get somebody to call for another motion to vacate. You are clearly, clearly not the man for the job. Show us something or we'll show you the door. Thank you, sir. We do appreciate the fact that you're a Christian and you brought God back into the home, back into the people's house, but you must do what you were put there to do and stop being a coward, sir. Thank you. Merry Christmas. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you do it. You got you to talk to them that way. You got to put their butts on notice. You don't threaten them. Obviously, you don't want anything bad to happen to them. You don't want to in any way make them feel threatened uh, physically in any way. You want to make them feel politically threatened. That is exactly what we're supposed to do. And I know I said yesterday, look, I'm willing to give this guy some time. But when I wake up or or when I leave the show and I go home that night yesterday and I see him do this Oh, uh, simping for Ukraine. Whoa, not good. Not good. Anyway, folks, we're going to go to our um, we're going to go to a quick break and talk about our first sponsor, which is Gold Co. Folks, look, it, I, I don't know how many times um, how many times we can say it to those. Now, I know not, not, not everybody can do this. My wife and I can barely do what we're doing. And if it isn't Gold Co., it's got to be something. But you've got to get you've got to get some money. And it may not even be, you might not even have a savings. I don't have a savings. I don't have a retirement. Me neither. Me neither. But you've got to get some gold and silver. You've got to get your money somewhere or it's just, it's going to all be gone. And you might not even have any to even invest. Find a way to get some because you might need it for bartering in the future as well. But for sure, for those people out there that have 401ks left, that have IRAs left, this is, the, this is the way to protect it, folks, because this is what every country that's uh, backing bricks, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to back their money with gold and silver. Maybe we should do the same. Our government doesn't. Maybe we should do opposite. Go to goldco.com today because, folks, prepare, being prepared and having and not needing is always better than needing and not having. Request a free kit today at goldco.com slash live, goldco.com, or call 855 855- 450-1394. Tell them LFA sent you. And you can even chat with them online right there on their site. Okay? Goldco.com. Another way to be prepared for Patriots.com. Look, I was thinking about something this morning. And, it, and there was an acronym I came up with this morning, Eli. It's called FWAM. FWAM. Food, water, ammo, air, and medicine. Food, water, ammo, air, medicine. What do you mean by air? Breathing. That's what I mean by air, food, water, ammo, air, and medicine. Do you have those things? 
Do you have those five things covered if something completely goes away? Do you have food? Do you have water? Do you have clean air? Do you have ammo? Do you have medicine? Well, I can tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, a few of those things you can get right on forpatriots.com. Make sure that you and your family are completely safe, whether it be a blackout, whether it be an intentional blackout or an unintentional blackout, whether it be a chemical spill outside your house, whether it be whatever it is that you can't drink your water or eat food that's uh, that's planted in your ground, forpatriots.com is going to be your ultimate emergency preparedness and just being prepared outside of an emergency, as well as any camping that you may do after we make America great again. For Patriots, that's the number, forpatriots.com. Use the promo code LFA, and a portion of every purchase will go and help a veteran's family. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, you can get food and water right here. Food and water right here. Medicine in another one of our place. Uh, energy right here. Fourpatriots.com. Gold Co. and Four Patriots. Two ways. Two ways. We have a troll in there? Good. I hope the troll in here will share it to all of his other troll moron friends so that those idiots can come in and learn something for a change. We're trying to save the country, not play pity patter, touch butt in the park with a couple of troll butthead losers. All right? I hope there is a troll in here. Hey, troll, for you, I just want to play you a, a song just for you for when you come in. I got this one. I'm a loser. Oh, I can smell the loser. I'm a loser. Yes. Yes, I can smell it. And I'm not what I appear And for any other troll that likes to come in, we also see you. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. You're I'm still, still a piece, piece of garbage. garbage. <laughs> oh, the trolls help us get to 5,000, ladies and gentlemen. Help us get to 5,000 viewers live by sharing this show today and giving it a massive thumbs up. So there is supposed to be an impeachment hearing, uh, inquiry hearing today, folks, Okay. Today, I don't know, if is it happening right now, Eli? Are we live on it yet? The impeachment uh, inquiry vote, is it happening right now? If it is, send me the link because I know they're supposed to be voting on it today. I told you yesterday, if they don't get at least the impeachment inquiry voted on before Christmas break, then it's over with. There is no impeachment. There is no Mike Johnson. There is no speakership. Well, ladies and gentlemen, just let me let, let you know that last night, I found out there will be an impeachment inquiry vote today. Now, Donald Trump was not afforded that same kind of a luxury um, and any of the times that he was impeached, which is ridiculous that we're even going there. There is a reason that you do an impeachment inquiry. Stop putting links in the chat or you will be banned for life. Got it? Good. Moving on. An impeachment inquiry allows you to have money, resources, and basically extra power to dig into extra things, to act, to request and ask for more classified documents. It releases money, purse to, to the investigation that, that, uh, that you can use for whatever you need to while you're doing that investigation. So there is a reason for an impeachment inquiry to be voted on. I'd much rather them go right to the impeachment But there are people, there are those rhinos like Ken Buck and others who will not vote for it and we won't win it anyway. So the reason why they're going the inquiry round first is to get the money and so they can access more information and so that maybe, just maybe, they can make people like Ken Buck actually vote for an impeachment. It's a long shot, but supposedly that's supposed to happen today. So in lieu of that, I wanted to play for you 
if I could, the connect the dots. Have you guys ever seen the when an investigation is done by like the FBI or by the sheriff's office? And they got the uh, they got all the strings to different posters and different pictures. This person leads to this person. This person's tied to this person. This person's connected to this person. Well, I have a digital representation of that for you today here, folks. So please allow me to play that for you now. This is going to recap everything that we are impeaching or that we should impeach Biden for. And these are the exact reasons why Hunter Biden is supposed to show up tomorrow and be uh, and 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 give testimony in. A closed door meeting, which he showed up today and cried about. And we'll get to that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, come on. Seriously. Oh, always right away. We try to do a smooth transition, Eli, and crap like that happens. Can we get that back up? There we go. Money and politicians take steps to hide it. A tale as old as time. And that's the tale we face today with President Joe Biden. Oh, son of a Over the last several months, the Judiciary Oversight and the Ways and Means Committee have uncovered evidence of Biden family influence peddling scheme. The evidence includes 15 million in payments to the Biden family, 240,000 in payments directly to Joe Biden, and a threatening WhatsApp message sent by Hunter Biden to a Chinese executive. You have this evidence on top of four key facts that have not changed. One, Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. Two, Hunter was not qualified to be on the board of Burisma. Three, the executives at Burisma asked Hunter to help them with the pressure they're under. Four, Joe Biden goes to Ukraine, gives a speech attacking the prosecutor, which starts the process of getting him fired. These facts haven't changed, and evidence across the investigation continues to grow. Where there's smoke, there's fire. That's why the Judiciary Committee, along with the other two committees, began this impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Now, you might be asking yourself, what's an impeachment inquiry? An impeachment inquiry is a phase of congressional investigation. In an inquiry, we examine the available evidence, request documents, conduct interviews, and determine the grounds for articles of impeachment. In practice, the inquiry bolsters our ability to compel testimony and the documents necessary to conduct our investigation. The goal of our impeachment inquiry is to get answers to four key questions. Question number one, did Joe Biden take action or change policy because of benefits received by him or his family from foreign interests. Our investigation thus far has uncovered payments that went to members of the Biden family. Happened during Joe Biden's presidency, originated from countries where then Vice President Biden paid an official role and were layering through complicated payment schemes. The Oversight Committee has identified over 20 different companies used in some cases that appear to have been created for the sole purpose of serving as pass-through entities. We will continue to investigate whether this money paid to the Biden family had an impact on Biden conduct as president or vice president of the United States, as well as the bribery allegation in the FBI FD-1023 form. The circumstances around the $200,000 so-called loan repayment and the $40,000 check from laundered Chinese money. Question number two. Did Joe Biden abuse his office by providing foreign interests with access to him and his office in exchange for payments to him or his family? In 2014, 
Joe Biden dined with a Russian oligarch who around the time of the dinner wired 3.5 million to one of Hunter Biden's businesses. It's important to know that this oligarch was absent on Biden's sanctions. Yeah, severe economic sanctions on Putin and all those folks around him. Additionally, a Biden family associate testified that he was personally aware of at least 20 times President Biden spoke on speakerphone with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. We will investigate whether these foreign interests were given access to Joe Biden because of payments made to his family or to him. Question three. Did Joe Biden participate in a scheme to enrich himself or his family by giving foreign interests the impression that they would receive access to him in exchange for payments to him or his family, despite Joe's insistence? I've never spoken to my son about Joe. The exact opposite is unfortunately true. Evidence shows then-Vice President Biden spoke and dined with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. Hunter even alleged his father was in the room when he demanded payment from a Chinese business associate. We will examine if and to what degree Joe Biden engaged in this scheme. The last question. And final point of judiciary's part in the impeachment inquiry. Did Joe Biden impede, obstruct, or hinder the investigation into Hunter Biden? Here's what we know. The Biden DOJ slow walked the investigation into Hunter Biden. The DOJ let the statute of limitations lapse for tax years 2014 and 2015, the years with income from Burisma. Hunter's legal team was tipped off about an impending search on his storage unit. The DOJ didn't allow investigators to take steps that would lead to Joe. The DOJ then puts together a sweetheart deal so they can sweep the whole thing under the rug. But thanks to two courageous whistleblowers and a judge in Delaware, the deal falls apart. The deal began to unravel when the judge asked if it gave Hunter Biden broad immunity for other possible crimes, including in his foreign business dealings in Ukraine and China. All signs point to interference from the highest levels of the Biden administration, where Biden appointees and Attorney General Garland orchestrating the plea deal and the investigation to protect Joe. The inquiry phase of our investigation enables us to examine the necessary information to not only answer these questions, but helps us determine the grounds for articles of impeachment. I don't have, again, I don't have a problem with any of that. I don't have a problem with doing impeachment inquiry if you just get it going. Stop talking about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, producer Eli was kind enough to send me over the link to the, um, to the vote that is supposedly supposed to be happening. Oh, this is right to their page. Okay, it's a C-SPAN's, C-SPAN's page. Yeah, but it's not a, uh, it's not a YouTube. It's, it's to their page. Got it. Okay. All right. We have this here. Let's just bring this up on the, uh, let's see here. Let's bring this up on the screen. Eli just left the room. So I'm gonna have to take the controls here. For what purpose does the gentlewoman from New York, from New York seek recognition? Gentlemen's recognized. Mr. Speaker, I rise today to recognize the work of Sarah Capon, chair of the Alliance of National Heritage Areas. 
Sarah, who also serves as Executive Director of the Niagara Falls National Heritage Area, is a dedicated leader. All right, we don't really care about this. This is just general speeches, people being able to get up there and speak because they want attention or they want to bring attention to something. Nothing anybody really cares about. We will come back live to this, but there's a lot of other things that take precedent over this because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Now, Hunter Biden showed up today uh, to give a... Um, I mean, I guess, I, I, I don't know, give a statement of, of what he sees happening. And you already know how they're going to spin this. Joe Biden was a loving father. Hunter Biden was, an, uh, was addicted to drugs. He was trying to get out there in no way, shape or form. Was Joe Biden involved in any of his de business dealings? Blah, 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 blah. And how dare the Republicans for going after him? That's the talking point that you're going Republicans are trying to, to hear, turn this, like this. $4,140 worth of help doing Hunter's time of struggling with addiction into an impeachable offense? A parent's love is never without pain. The pain of watching your child struggle with addiction is something that too many Americans know intimately. What about treason? Republicans are trying to turn- What about treason? What about money laundering? What about human trafficking? Is that something that parents have to deal with? It's not something I have to deal with in my, in, in, as being a parent. You know, addiction is something that every parent has to struggle with. Okay, what about money laundering, buying hookers with U.S. tax dollars, literally being protected by the Secret Service while you've got 16 cameras on you, banging some prostitute while you're snorting lines off of another one? What are you talking about here? Are we actually going to try to make the world believe that Hunter Biden is some just lost son who needs help? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden showed up in D.C. today because he's subpoenaed for tomorrow. So he showed up on the microphones today telling me that he will be there tomorrow because he doesn't want to be held in contempt like Steve Bannon was or anyone else. I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life. I've wasted opportunities and privileges of the world. For that, I'm responsible. For that, I'm accountable. For that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards and directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to support local business relations. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father 
who has devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? <laughs> well, here's my answer. Where are you? I am here. Yeah, okay, good. Good. Let me state as clearly as I can, my father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. During my battle with addiction, my parents were there for me. They literally saved my life. They helped me in ways that I will never be able to repay. Of course, they would never expect me to. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. There's nothing but evidence and proof on paper. James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement, manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, what? and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life. So much so that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. They displayed naked photos of me during an oversight hearing. And they have taken the light of my dad's love. <laughs> the light of my dad's love for me and presented it as darkness. They have no shame. These same committee chairmen have engaged in unprecedented political interference in what would have already been a five-year investigation of me. Yet, here I am, Mr. Chairman, Aww. taking up your offer. When you said I bet you wouldn't be we there can if you bring didn't have these protection. people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Well, I've chosen. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics. No, Republicans do not want. Republicans do not want for you to make it a soap opera shift show that you're trying to do right now. It's funny because nobody stole property from you. You left property somewhere that became somebody else's property. Nobody invaded your pri privacy. You um, very brazenly 
just left a computer that had national security secrets, money laundering trails, human and sex trafficking information and, pr- and proof on it. That's what happened. And then as far as the manipulated texts, no texts were manipulated. And if they were, then file a lawsuit today, liar. File a lawsuit that says that they manipulated text. You won't be able to do it because it's not true. That was a lie. See, the reason why reporters like me are pushed away from places like that is because I would stop that right there in its tracks and I'd say, liar, you are lying to the people. What about this receipt? What about this text message? What about this video? What about the fact that people were truly and quite honestly, ladies and gentlemen, banks were flagging things as money laundering risks. Expose their baseless inquiry or hear what I have to say. What are they afraid of? I'm here. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm ready. Why not testify right now? I'm here. I'm ready. Yeah. And then there was this moment here. This is just real quick, and I won't beat, I won't beat this dead horse. But there was this moment here where he looked like he was going to cry, and I thought it was hilarious. Roll For this. six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session, session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, I just love this attacked part. my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction. <laughs> they have belittled my recovery. And they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has do- devoted his entire public life to service. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. For six years. <laughs> I, I, you know what? If this was a normal person, I wouldn't be laughing and making fun of him right now. You have destroyed this country. You have helped destroy this country. You are a liar bag man, a fall man, a scumbag, a crackhead. You literally are a human and sex trafficker. You've committed treason. If once we get a hold of you, and we will, and I'm talking about we the people under a Trump administration, there will be no stop for you. There will be one full stop, and it'll be Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay. Get used to saying it. Get used to saying it, and get used to picking up soap. Tape that. Tape that, because that's going to happen. What are you going to do? Smoke shave, smoke, soap shavings? Hmm? You're going to grind soap up into a powder and snort that, you little crackhead loser? No. We're, we're coming after you because of what you did to us. has nothing to do with the fact that you're a drug addict. We could care less about that. We just add that on to the, to, to the, to the mounds of evil and, 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 and despicable nature that you are. What's up, Eli? Eli says, they belittled my drug recovery. And he goes, well, first you have to recover. So, you know, there's been no recovery there whatsoever. Um, Yeah, Hunter Biden, ladies and gentlemen. So um, we're going to move on from that. We'll see what happens. Um, All I know is that the Republicans need to get a lot stronger. They need to get a lot more um, focused when it comes to this. Uh, Let's bring up this impeachment inquiry. Let's see what's happening here. Um, It looks like Representative Rich McCormick, uh, a Republican from Georgia, is speaking at the moment um, about a birthday of his grandfather or something. I don't know. 
What the hell does this have to do with impeachment? I am so sick of these idiots. Ported friends all over the world. Put this on Congratulations screen. Congratulations on a life worthwhile lived. God bless you. We love you. And Semper Fidelis. I yield. Okay, I'm all Chairman yields back. For what purpose does the gentlelady from Hawaii seek recognition? What are we doing here? I ask unanimous consent to address the House for one minute and to revise and extend my remarks. Without objection, the gentlelady is recognized for one minute. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. For my final Maui Minute this year, I rise on behalf of my constituents to offer a heartfelt mahalo to everyone who has played a role in our recovery so far. To the first responders on that dreadful day who fought the fires and brought people to safety. To the countless federal workers, disaster personnel and volunteers, and every blah, 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 Senate is gone. Our institutions are gone. They're utter shit. They just are. They just are. They're gone. They're gone. What are they doing? I'm so over this. We'll come back to that in a minute. We're going to talk about a Biden fundraiser right now. A fundraiser that was working with the Biden team who has now left and ditched the Democratic Party and is joining the GOP which is a setback for old Joe. The news for old Joe Biden continues to get worse as a former diehard supporter of his has ditched the Democratic Party and revealed the reasons why. His name is Will Pierce, ladies and gentlemen. Will Pierce. He served as a Biden fundraiser during the 2020 presidential election and was the executive director of Draft Biden 2016. He also worked for Bernie Sanders' 2016 and 2020 campaigns. Pierce appeared on Fox and Friends yesterday to outline why he's deciding to leave the Biden uh, team, why he's deciding to leave the Democratic plantation, and he concisely explained how the party has completely abandoned its traditional values, its traditional views, and solely focuses on dividing the people of the United States. It's exactly what they've been doing. That's exactly what they're doing in Congress right now by talking about who cares when it comes to voting for an impeachment inquiry. Like, I'm sure everything that they say has holds water, but not today. There's a time and a place for that crap. I don't understand why they do it. A lifelong Democrat who campaigned for Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders is now leaving and becoming a Republican. In an op-ed, Will Pierce writes, the main reason I'm leaving the Democratic Party is its utter disconnect with the American people. The party that once championed the working class has now been overtaken by elites and affluent hubs who couldn't care less about the struggles of the average American. That author, Will Pierce, joins me now. Will, great to have you on the program. Look, you weren't just a Democratic voter. You were practically a Democratic Party operative. So what was the final straw for you? I think over the years, the party has changed from its ideals. Um, I personally view politics as a game of a distance. You have to get to 50% plus one and unite people all the way around. If you look at the Democratic Party right now, they'd rather put people in boxes and label them rather than unite them. Do Democrats just not care about the voters that they say they care about? 
I think it's changed over years. Just if you just look at recent races, like look down in Houston where Sheila Jackson Lee, for example, this is pretty much a leader four years in the Democratic Party, and her votes were just abysmal, around thirty percent. But it isn't just people working with campaigns, ladies and gentlemen. It is people from the left, people from the middle. They are just, the Republican um, first-time voter registration cards are through the roof right now. Why do you think that is? And we're going to get to that towards the end of the show about how Donald Trump's numbers with everybody are just flying up. Okay? So somebody keeps saying, uh, well, I keep saying that they've changed the vote until five or four. And that's why they're doing this. I don't care. I don't care if they change the vote until tomorrow. Why are you on the House floor wasting precious time on C-SPAN talking about Adam Schiff that doesn't matter? How about actually debate until you vote? How about talk about the stuff that actually matters on the House floor rather than talking about your personal things? Why are they doing that? And somebody might say, well, that's a completely different event that's happening on the House floor. It shouldn't be. That's my whole point. It shouldn't be. They should be in there talking about what we're talking about. The southern border, they should be nonstop on C-SPAN in front of the American people until stuff gets figured out. Now, here's some more news in these Democratic losers' realm of nothingness. Former Hillary spokesman who worked with Hillary and the Democrats to try to pack the U.S. Supreme Court has now been hired by the office of Kamala Harris for 2024. Hmm. uh, His name is Brian Fallon. Former Hillary Clinton spokesman Brian Fallon has been hired by the office of Vice President Kamala Harris to help her with her 2024 campaign. Since Hillary Clinton lost, always, the presidential campaign in 2016, Fallon has been the director of an activist group called Demand Justice, which has repeatedly called for the packing of the United States Supreme Court. They played a pivotal role in the protests that took place when Donald Trump selected judges that were eventually appointed to the highest court. Fallon was also on the board with the left's uh, disastrous calls to defund the police. Brian Fallon, the press secretary for former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, will join the Biden-Harris campaign as Vice President Kamala Harris's Director of Communications. The campaign confirmed Fallon's hiring Tuesday afternoon as he's expected to start his new role in January. So what does that tell us? Eli, can you click that fan on a couple for me? What does that tell us? That tells us that the Biden campaign is actively hiring people. The Biden campaign is actively hiring people, but it can't be for Joe. Joe's going to die yesterday. So why are they spending money to hire somebody for the campaign unless it's to launder it, knowing damn well that Joe Biden is going to be thrown under the bus? How is Kamala Harris going to fit into the next administration if it's not Joe Biden that she's with? Will Gavin Newsom come in and be her vice president and she run? It just strikes me as odd that they're going to spend money to bring somebody on as a director of communications for a non-existent campaign where there's no headquarters. Does anybody think that's odd? A non-existent campaign with no headquarters. Sounds odd. 
And now we're going to get, uh, we'll keep you, I just, that's a story that I, I, I came across. And I'm, th- I'm thinking, why would they spend the money if they know what we know? It must, it tells us that, uh, that Kamala Harris is somehow going to be involved in whoever the next administration is, or else they wouldn't do it. Or, or it's to launder money and pay her fa- friends and family and just say it's going to a salary. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Now, I do want to go on to another little scandal. And I want to go back to the Obamas. Remember we were talking about the Obamas yesterday with that new Netflix show? That new Netflix movie? And I said, hey, how's your chef doing? Funny thing happened last night after I asked that question. Secret Service boats, a new record reveals, were 100% inoperable during the rescue attempt of Obama's chef, Tafari Campbell. All of them, Eli. Isn't that weird? Judicial Watch and Tom Finton has disclosed new documents concerning the unfortunate drowning of Tafari Campbell, the former pre- uh, personal chef of the Obama family, revealing that there were operational failures with the Secret Service's rescue boats during the emergency. As you all know, on July 23rd, 45-year-old Tafari Campbell met his tragic death probably at the hands, at the ends of a large, gorilla-sized, monstrous man who was mad that, you know, maybe something was happening. I don't know. But they say he drowned. And according to witness accounts, with a life jacket, or without a life jacket, and wasn't tethered to his board, Campbell lost his balance. Oops! Fell off his paddleboard into the water. Can't swim, even though I've showed you videos where he was a pretty good swimmer. Desperately struggling to stay afloat. Help me. Help me. It's water. It's water. I can't swim. He eventually slipped beneath the surface. Never to resurface again. Campbell, who could swim, (laughs) as evidenced by video that I've shown you where he was doing time lapse and all that in the pool. Apparently came to his tragic death. Well, ladies and gentlemen, newly released records show that when Secret Service agents rushed to try to rescue Obama's chef, Tafari Campbell, who was drowning, both of the agents' boats were inoperable? Isn't that weird? I wonder if they were electric boats, Eli. Maybe that's why. And they weren't plugged in? No No charging stations in the water. Quote, the agents had to borrow the groundskeeper's boat. Sir! Yeah, we're with the Secret Service. What do you want? We need your boat. You got two boats right there. They don't work and the man is dying. Please, please get us your boat. Secret Service's report describes how two agents attempted to start one of the boats but had difficulties lowering the motor. I headed down with Redacted but told her to continue down and yelled to redacted and another redacted that I would run to get the keys for the USSS boat, the U S secret service. I sprinted to the command post, grabbed the keys and sprinted back towards the boat. A similar issue occurred with the motor on the second boat. We jumped into a third boat belonging to the groundskeeper and it worked without issue. The record spanning 31 pages included interviews and reports surrounding the uh, incident identifying Campbell's paddleboarding uh, companion only as Miss Taylor. 
She reported Campbell's struggle before he tragically disappeared beneath the surface. I wonder if what was grabbing his leg and pulling him down looked like Michelle Obama. Like the Loch Ness Monster? The Loch Michelle Obama Monster? But isn't it weird that taxpayer United States Secret Service boats didn't work? And I guarantee you they were brand new. But that's just another life in the day of a Democrat, ladies and gentlemen. Either way, we ought to have a lot of fun, huh? TPH14 says, yeah, and Epstein killed himself. Exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Democrats, um, well, you know what? We'll save that. We'll save that because we're going to go to the streets of San Francisco in a minute. But for right now, I want to talk about another one of our sponsors here, ladies and gentlemen. And I got to tell you this. Check this out, folks. We're going to talk about the... uh, the, the telehealth, the TWC. But before we do, I got to show you something that was sent to me this morning. Unbelievable. And this ties with exactly what we're talking about here. Blew my mind. Check this out. Just in, the nation's largest pharmacy chains, CVS Health, Kroger, and Rite Aid, have just handed over Americans' prescription records to police and government investigators without a warrant, a congressional investigation found and was, po- and was put out first by the Washington Post, and that was 22 hours ago from when I got it. So I got this this morning, right before coming in. So that means yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, the nation's largest pharmacy chains, CVS Health, Kroger and Rite Aid handed over all of your prescription records, if you're with them, to the police and the government uh, investigators without a warrant. So you got to ask yourself, why? Why is this happening? I'll tell you why. They want to know every pharmacist, if, if you want my opinion, based on the research that I did this morning, they want to know why who every pharmacist that gave anybody uh, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or anything that prescribed for COVID issues other than the COVID vaccine I think they're coming after those licenses. I think they're coming after those those pharmacy heads and those people that are in those pharmacy centers. Ladies and gentlemen, I could not stress this more than right now. You have got to go to the wellness center. You have got to go to twc.health slash LFA today. And you have got to separate yourself from these massive pharmacies. And you have got to get your pharmaceutical stuff sent to you right to your mail, right to your home. That was literally prescribed by real doctors with virtual care. Doctors like Dr. Uh, Stella Emanuel. Doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough. Doctors like Dr. Drew. Who, have, who were literally, ladies and gentlemen, silenced and set aside when it came to their treatment for COVID-19. You think it's a HIPAA violation? <laughs> They've been violating that for quite some time with trying to digitize our records and pharma getting a hold of them. So, ladies and gentlemen, have peace of mind today. And stop, cut yourself off from these idiots. Like I said, flam, food, water, air, ammo, and medicine. There's your medicine, folks, right there. You can get a COVID kit, which is about the same size, or you can get the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit. Talk to the doctors on twc.health slash LFA. Use code LFA when you sign out, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm telling you, that is how you take it back today. That is how you take it back today. twc.health slash LFA. F-A, okay? Also, speaking of air, we got you covered too. Flam, food, water, air, ammo, medicine. Here's your air. Take a deep breath. Because if you have one of these, if you have your medicine kits, 
if you have your COVID kits, if you have your generators, if you've had your food and you have your water, all we're missing, Eli, is an ammo sponsor. We got to get an ammo sponsor. Maybe that's what we do. Take a deep breath today, ladies and gentlemen. Out with the bad, in with the good, on repeat, Enviro Cleanse. This will make sure that those toxins, those viruses, those bacteria that come in and out of your house or near your home, eradicated within 1,000 square feet. EKPure.com. EKPure.com. You'll get $150 off. You'll get a free air test kit. And, and ladies and gentlemen, you will also can pay payments if you, can, if you can't afford it all at once. Food, water. Air, ammo, medicine. You make sure, and God, you make sure you got those things in your life. Nothing's gonna stop you. EKPure.com, promo code LFA today. Now let's go to the Democrats in San Francisco who are trying to get the people of the area to believe that the reason for the homelessness in San Francisco is capitalism. Eli, capitalism. Capitalism is the reason for homelessness, says the Democrats in San Francisco. Ladies and gentlemen, hit that thumbs up and give us another round of sharing. We really appreciate all of you who have stayed in here so long. A Democrat city supervisor in the once great city of San Francisco is now blaming the city's massive homeless problem on capitalism. This is dumb. Who are the people in San Francisco defending or, or, or saying this? Well, as we've documented numerous times, ladies and gentlemen, small business owners and large companies are fleeing the city over and over again in droves because of crime and homelessness, and no one from the city is sticking up for them. San Francisco is run by leftists. There's feces and pee on the streets, and, there's, and it's getting, been getting worse over the last few years. Blaming capitalism is what stupid, progressive Bernie Sanders-supporting college students do, not Americans. It's not acceptable from a city official to say that the reason for the homelessness and the crime and the drugs is capitalism. San Francisco Supervisor Dean Preston claimed the city's homelessness problems were absolutely the result of American capitalism, and it was counterproductive to arrest people who were openly doing drugs. Preston's District 5 includes the Tenderloin District, an area known for its open-air drug market, Nearly half of the city's homeless population lives in that district and has since 2022, and that has been chronicled by the San Francisco Chronicle. The Democratic super Socialist Supervisor argued that his district was particularly affected by homelessness because of the count country's economic structure. Quote, I think what you're seeing in the Tenderloin is an absolute result of capitalism and what happens in a capitalistic country to the people at the bottom rungs. Well, let me just tell you something, you moron. The poorest people in the United States of America live like middle-class people around the world. So for you to be so incredibly stupid and say such an incredibly dumb thing, you get the dumb, dumb award of the day because the poor people in America live well everywhere else. So don't give me that crap. Plus, you're gay. Moving on. Tucker Carlson sat down with somebody who's not gay and somebody I highly respect, Owen Schroyer, to talk about his brutal treatment in prison. Now, I reached out to Owen Schroyer today. We will be having Owen come on for an interview right here on Live from America. But until then, enjoy the next three minutes. Well, I will tell you, 
I think, and this is kind of not something I would expected to have said in this interview, but it's just true. I think God wanted me to experience this for multiple reasons, Tucker. I'm a big believer in God, and I think everything that happens in our life is for a reason. And I believe God wanted me to go through this experience because not just the obvious example of speech imprisonment that I had to face or a speech crime that is now potentially a precedent that could be used against any journalist, which puts fear in my heart, not just for me, in the present day, but for future Americans, that they have to be afraid to speak and to do work, honest work as a journalist. But, you know, there was a an unexpected issue that was clearly shown to me through this process, and that's that the Justice Department and the incentive behind imprisonment is wrong. I mean, I can tell you the details of my stay. They're pretty much horrific, Tucker. I spent the majority of the time in lockdown. I went right out of solitary confinement into what's called a special housing unit for a phone call I made thanking people for sending me mail. People that were in jail for decades, some of the people that worked inside the prison for decades, when they saw that what's called a shot, in the prisons. They said, I've never seen anybody get punished for this before. So I got sent to prison as a speech prisoner. And then I got sent to the prison inside the prison for my speech. And, you know, I had a couple off the record conversations with people while I was in there. And basically they were saying the same thing, like, look, Owen, we don't like what's been done to you here, but these are orders coming from the very top. Your beef isn't with us here at this prison. Your beef is with the people at the top. They're the ones still coming after you, even when you're in here. And I'll leave it at that. So nobody's ever heard of a misdemeanor in a federal prison, a federal prison until me. Nobody's ever heard of somebody going to the special housing unit for making a phone call, thanking people for mail until me. And so I don't know why they want to make an example of me so much, except that I just speak the truth and I'll say it right to their face if I'm given the opportunity But we need prison reform in this country badly, Tucker. Most of the people that are in that prison, not just me, do not belong there. And I've been saying that for years. This has always been a scam to convict somebody of a crime so they can take their guns. I'm telling you, they hand out felonies like candy on purpose so they can take everything that you've ever, ever ever been given to you by God. And ladies and gentlemen, we have more breaking news right here on LFA TV. This is why I love having the two-hour show so long, and this is why I love having citizen journalists in the chat, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, big news. The Supreme Court, the Supreme Court will hear A lawsuit involving unconstitutional DOJ 1512C2 charges used to abuse Trump supporters at the January 6th protests. God bless our citizen journalists like W. Wilson and producer Eli for being on the case. Thank you very much. Praise God that the Supreme Court is going to take this. This could be a massive, massive swing for everybody. All the January 6ers all the people that are still going to be affected, that the police are still hunting down, arresting, and murdering. It will have huge implications on Donald Trump's case uh, uh, against Jack Smith, or Jack Smith's case against him, I guess. 
Um, Bad Moon says, it's about time you did something, Wanda. <laughs> we love Wanda, Bad Moon. But thank you guys all very much. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are fighting back. We are fighting back. But one person who doesn't seem to be fighting back for God is Governor Kim Reynolds. Now, Governor Kim Reynolds has turned her back on Donald J. Trump, and Governor Kim Reynolds has endorsed wholeheartedly Ron DeSantis. And then a satanic Christmas, whatever you want to call it, display was put up in the State House in Iowa. And Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds has responded. So let's get to that. The Center Square reported that the Iowa governor, Kim Reynolds, said the display from the Satanic Temple, Iowa, in the state capitol building is absolutely objectionable, but did not say she would remove it. Quote, in a free society, the best response to objectionable speech is more speech. And I encourage all of those of faith to join me today in praying over the capitol and recognizing the nativity scene that will be on display. A true reason for the season, she said. The display includes an altar and, uh, and drew ire from lawmakers. Representative Brad Sherman of Williamsburg said it should be removed. Quote, for those who wish to worship Satan, they are free to do so on their own private property. Sherman said this in his newsletters. But to allow satanic expression in the state capitol and other public property is to surrender to Satan's demands for equality with God, which was his original sin. I will be like the Most High. See Isaiah 14, 14. How many of you agree with that? Do you think that we live in the United States of America and that we should allow that stuff on public-funded property? Or do you think that we should get rid of that stuff because it's satanic and evil and it supersedes the Constitution because of its nature. Let's see. Let's see what you say. Remove it now, says R. Star. Eli, we got some bad people in there. That's against the HIPAA. How dare they? Okay, so we're still back there. Nope, get rid of it, says Amanda. Get rid of it immediately. Larry, Reha, get rid of it. B.A. Palumbo, remove it. Remove it. I agree with free speech. Go ahead and put up a display for his birthday. Get rid of it. You really have zero life if you troll chat rooms. No, I know, right? Remove that crap. Get it down. Remove it. Burn it. Remove it. One nation under God. So I am all for religious uh, freedom, 100%. But that's not religious freedom. That's not religious freedom. That's not freedom and faith. No, that's the exact opposite, ladies and gentlemen. And you're hijacking other people's faiths in order to do that display just to try to tear down our systems. Remove it. And if I'm a governor, I'm saying, one nation under God, we are a Christian state. Remove it. Oh, well. I'm not removing Jewish stuff. I'm not removing Muslim stuff. I'm not removing Buddhist stuff. But I will get evil out of my state. I support it. I support it. Kim Reynolds does not. Kim Reynolds still has it there. Kim Reynolds supports Ron DeSantis. You can be the judge. But I will give Kim Reynolds another dumb, dumb award again. I will give Kim Reynolds another dumb, dumb award of the day. 
I think she deserves it. Where are we at? 44 minutes past the hour. Truly incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We are going to move on as we're talking about Christianity and we're talking about evil and Satan and God. 19 state attorneys general are urging the Biden regime, because it's not an administration, to reconsider proposed rule that disqualifies Christian families who do not affirm LGBTQ rules from becoming foster parents. That's right, folks. The, con- the contentious rule, officially titled Safe and Appropriate Foster Care Placement Requirements, was published in the Federal Register on September 28, 2023, under citation 88 Federal Regulation 66752, for all of you who want to go back and research that. This proposed regulation aims to establish guidelines for foster care placements, with a specific focus on respecting and affirming the self-identified gender identities of children in those foster care systems. Basically, cutting off the actual care that these people are supposed to do and want to administer. Among its stipulations, the rule mandates that foster parents acknowledge and use a child's chosen name and pronouns and permit them to dress in a manner consistent with their gender identity. According to the American Family Association, a nonprofit organization, quote, those who do not affirm the LGBTQ rules because of their Christian faith will be deemed, quote, unsafe by the government, by the Biden administration, and ultimately rejected as foster parent candidates. That's right. So the children that they can't yet remove out of the home by passing laws in that state, like in other states that says we can remove you from that home, if they can't get a state to pass a law that allows somebody to run from a red state to go to that state, well, then they will now go after the foster parents and say all of these homeless kids, all of these kids that need foster parents, they're not going to get real care now. They're going to get government care. That's what that is. We need to expose this, and I applaud the 19 attorneys general who are fighting for this. And I will let you know where these attorneys general are located so you can get a hold of your attorneys general and say thank you for fighting for families. It is led by Steve Marshall, who is the attorney general of Alabama. Big shout out to you. Along with Alaska, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia. You all get the LFA TV Smarty Award of the Day. Bring it up. Thank you to those attorneys general in those states fighting for the sanctity of family and God. Truly amazing. I never thought we'd be here in our nation. Now, folks, I have 12 minutes left. I'm going to go ahead and do my last two amazing partner sponsor reads right now, and then you're not going to want to miss the last part of the show. As a matter of fact, you might even want to share. First one, ladies and gentlemen, And I got to tell you, jump on it now. Get it while it's here because I'm under the understanding. I'm under the understanding 
that this might be the last time that we even see the Tack Wright mini saw. I know that they've come and gone, but this may be their last push. They might not ever, ever, ever carry it again. So just in case they don't, 50% off now. Free shipping and handling now. Go to TackRightLFA.com. I thought it was TackRightLFATV.com. It's not. Go to TackRightLFA.com right now. TackRightLFA.com. TackRightLFA.com right now and get your mini chainsaw, battery-powered, maximum lithium battery-powered, strong, powerful, long-lasting, ergonomic, friendly, and light, ladies and gentlemen. Get yours today at TackRightLFA.com, TackRightLFA.com. And today's your last day of 30% off CB Distillery as well, okay? Rumble is the promo code that you're going to want to use. You're going to want to go to cbdistillery.com. You're going to want to use the promo code Rumble today. Today is your last day for 30% off. So for stocking stuffers or for even stocking up for the rest of the year and into the next year, get yours today, cbdistillery.com, 30% off. If you go use the promo code LFA today, 30% off. And today is the last day, cbdistillery.com. Dot com. And now, Ben Berkwell doing what he does in Chicago, hunting down the Chicago mayor so that he could get real questions out to him. Thank you to Ben Berkwell. Thank you to Real America's Voice News. Interesting here, the building is broken up into two sides. You've got the county side and you've got the city side. Right now I'm on the county side. Uh, I asked them if I could set up to do a live hit for the network, and they said, uh, the police officer sitting over there said, she doesn't know, she doesn't think so, I have to have a permit, she doesn't know where the permit comes from. So now this side is the city side, that's where the mayor is, but they said I can't set up anywhere in here, and they actually said I can't even approach him if he's in the building. So he's inviting invaders into our country to your neighborhoods, but he's protected with private security, you can't even approach him in Chicago. That's the insanity. I'm gonna head out outside and do it. Please uh, appreciate the officers here. This is a special private elevator for the mayor while he's protected and you're not, Chicago. 11 murders last week. They're not doing anything to stop the crime. They're inviting in illegals, more illegals every single day. Mayor's protected, you're screwed. Had a, three cops out here that were standing out here. Seemed like good guys, had to test the waters. So I said, uh, they said, what are you doing out here? I'm in the sidewalk out in front where the mayor comes in to City Hall. I said, well, they wouldn't let me inside. I'm trying to track down the mayor and find out why he's selling out Chicago to the illegals. And they're like, Ooh. you could tell. I was like, ooh, it's a tough question. And I was like, like, well, you can set up out here. And then I said, okay, blink once. If he's coming in this way, twice if he's going in the other way. You could tell that made them nervous too. And then what really made them nervous was I said, okay, the real question is blink once for Trump, twice for Biden. And they were super nervous, and it, but it was definitely like this. Just kidding, I made that part up. But as soon as I asked them that, they went inside, now they're talking to the, uh, yes, yes sir. I know you. You know me. No way, what are you doing here? I work on a No way, come on, come on, what's your name? No, I'm not, I'm, this is just for my stuff right now. I'm going to be live in a minute, though. I'm Richard. Richard, God bless you, Richard. So I'm here trying to track down the mayor to ask him why he's selling out Chicago to the illegals. Yeah, I know. What's funny is they won't even let me in the building. No way. They were sitting there like, you can't even approach him. So this guy is selling out our country. He's bringing invaders into your community. 
Look at that. Ben reporting on the on the ground. And somebody says, hey, I know you. I watch you every single day on the TV. And ladies and gentlemen, this is when Ben caught the mayor coming out. He was in the right place at the right time. Here's let's take some bets. Do you think that the mayor stopped and talked to Ben or do you think he ran away? Let's find out. Mayor, why are you selling out Chicago for illegal aliens? Why are you blaming right-wing extremists instead of the Democrat Party that caused this? The citizens of Chicago know the truth. Look at the amount of security that, while he's selling. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, guys. All of these, all of these cops here to protect that scumbag while he's selling out Chicago, selling you out, selling our country out, millions of illegals. And he has the nerve to blame right-wing extremists instead of the Democrats, Joe Biden, that caused this. These guys need to be held accountable. It's up to you. Chicago, it's up to you. Illinois, it's up to you. You got to outvote the fraud. These guys know their days are numbered. They know it. Nobody wants Biden. Even Chicago wants Trump back in office because they want secure borders. Chicago, New York, and everything else, ladies and gentlemen, it's all coming home to roost. Every little bit of it is coming home to roost. I've got some good news. I told you we were going to end the show with some smiles. And, And all of you who stayed here, good on you. I also bought some Rise Up coffee for Christmas gifts. Hey, great job, Drangela. Oh, by the way, the rum, uh, the Rapture Ready gear, folks, we only got limited stuff. We got short sleeve and long sleeve, and we got uh, sweatpants. But there's only limited. I think we got 10 of each size. Once they're gone, they're gone. We'll order more for the new year, but as far as Christmas goes, you want to get them while you can. Rapture Ready. It's on JeremyHarrell.com. Support for Trump among black Americans is up nine points from 2020 it's going to go up to 30 or 40 before the election especially if donald trump takes that invitation from that gentleman yesterday that was downtown in chicago with ben berkman said come downtown and we'll get thousands of people we'll walk behind you we'll take this city back oh ladies and gentlemen nine points Trump's support is up nine points. Do you know how many people that is? That is a lot. They never thought it was possible, and Donald Trump is doing it, and we showed you a little bit of it yesterday. Then we hunted down, and we got, we got a video of that girl who was wearing the Black Lives MAGA shirt and her interview, and I think this was with Kara Castronova. Let's go to it right now. You guys, we are just here. Black Lives MAGA. Woo! All Lives Matter! Woo! Yes, we are here to support our president, Donald John Trump! We are not black, remember that. Okay. We ain't black. Joe Biden said, Biden said we ain't black. If, if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. So, so I guess black. I ain't black. <laughs> okay, so we want to see more minorities we want to see more people of 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 color the less we want to see because we know that you are out there maybe you're afraid to step out and to to show your support for america and for god and for donald trump and for country but come on out it's okay come on to the right side 
Come on to the but right again, side. If you like high gas mm -hmm. prices, if you like killing babies, if you don't know whether you're a man or woman, a child, a unicorn, a, a, a frog, if you don't know what you are what, or anything like that, if giving all your hard-earned money to a different country is what you like, this ain't the party for you. And guess what? If you keep voting left, you'll have nothing left. Hello. If you keep voting left, Eli, you ain't going to have nothing left. Man, I, do you feel like we're coming together? Do you feel like the country's coming together a little bit? Huh? I do. I feel like patriotism. I feel like, like the country is actually finally starting to come together. Black, white, brown, Asian. It doesn't matter. We are American. I love it. I've been waiting for this moment for so long. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Actually, we had it prior to 2012. If you guys actually go back and look at when homosexualities uh, talk and, and LGBTQ talk and trans talk started spiking in America, it was in 2012. Anyone want to tell me about the hope and change we had then? Yeah, I don't think so. Speaking of that, Dave Chappelle. You guys know Dave Chappelle, right? Chappelle show, Chappelle show, Chappelle show, right? There's been many times I've agreed with Dave Chappelle. There's been many times I've not agreed with Dave Chappelle. Well, Dave Chappelle was asked recently at one of his comedy shows, what are you going to do if Donald Trump becomes president again? His answer? Question. What the fuck are you going to do if Trump gets reelected? Uh, what am I going to do if Trump gets reelected? Probably get a significant tax break. Got him. What are you going to do if Trump gets elected again? What am I going to do if Trump gets elected again? Probably get a significant tax break. Woo! Got him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all so very, very much. And I want to encourage you to visit JeremyHarrell.com or LFATV.us. You won't be disappointed. You can browse all of the great merchandise we have there. As you can see, Rapture Ready. We've got the more they indict, the more we unite. We've got the LFA t-shirts. We've got the coffee mugs. We've got the Freedom shirts, the 3 percenter shirt. We've got the American flag um, winter hats. We've got the children's and toddlers hand over your heart t-shirts. You can't beat God. We've got the blowout sale, the you can't beat God stuff, the hand over your heart stuff, the freedom shirts, and do not forget to check out all the way down at the bottom and sign up for our revolution newsletter, ladies and gentlemen, right here. You'll get it every morning. You can even follow LFA TV on Twitter. Go follow us today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Kevin Smith and Loud Majority comes up next, followed by Ryan Matta and Matta of Fact. Ladies and gentlemen, also today on... 3 o'clock hour, Alan Jacoby show, America First Live. J.R. Majewski will be joining, and you're not going to want to miss Pete Santilli and Sean Farish at 5. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. I love you guys.